0: Adventures in time and space. Transcribed in future the, American... <laughs> the National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of astounding science fiction, bring you... Dimension X. The rocket drove through space like a silver fish in an endless tank. The stars in black velocities swirling by. Inside the case, tiny, finite specks of humanity... Controlled the tremendous power that impelled her so relentlessly toward the other galaxies. Who were these men? What mad, fantastic need and desire that caused them to abandon Mother Earth and venture to the ends of the universe? Captain Hollis! What is it, Stone? Magnetic storm dead ahead, sir. And the aperture? About a hundred mile gap between elements, sir, but shifting rapidly. Switch on the radar screen. Let's have a look. Yes, sir. There are asteroids in the Captain. I see that. Thank you, Stone. Sir? What? Any change in course? What for? The storm, sir. If I decide to change course, I'll issue the order. At the rate we're approaching, it'll be too late to issue an order. Mr. Stone, do I need to remind you who's master of this ship? Look, sir, there are 25 other lives to be considered besides your own. Those asteroid ships are down our our course. That's enough, Stone. It's not enough, Captain. Return to your post. Captain, for God's sake, don't be pig-headed about this. There's a magnetic storm dead ahead. Are you going to risk the lives of all of us just so you can hang your hat on some lousy interplanetary record? We know this means a lot to you. Sure, you can be fleet admiral if you beat those Asiatic ships to Venus. That's fine, but we value our life. I happen to value my life just as much as any man aboard this craft, Mr. Stone. But I wasn't brought up to be a lily-livered dare-nothing. Now get back to your post. Or I'll have you court-martialed. Well, Mr. Stone? Okay. Okay what, Mr. Stone? Okay, sir. Impudent young pig. Maybe he's right but... with well, us. You stick to being ship's doctor. You're good at that. I'll navigate this fish. Really, you know, Captain? Only I'd hate to pile up on some little asteroid, especially when a simple thing like changing course... Simple thing? Do you know what a change in course would mean? The slightest deflection would throw us a million miles off at this speed. It would take days to get back on the vector. By that time, one of the Asiatic ships would have landed on Venus and claimed the whole blasted planet. We're in a race, Charles. Well, I suppose they did claim Venus There's nothing but rocks and jungle anyway. It not that the idea of someone beating us? You <laughs> know, Lewis, I always get a little bit jittery when men are willing to die for symbols. <laughs> uh, you're a cynic. You Get Mollis. Get Mollis. What is it, Lester? The radar tracking shows a foreign object. Get ahead. What? Check your screen, sir. Good Lord, the whole blasted storm has shifted dead on. Has room? Fission chamber. Fire up your starboard cyclotron. Aye, sir. You can't make it in time, Lewis. Listen to that radar bounce. Shut up. Now hear this. Now hear this. Condition red. Cast in your space, you. Over cyclotron at capacity. Open the fishing chamber. Emergency blast. Aye, sir. We off. You think we'll make it? We've got to make it. I suppose one of those asteroids decides to ship. Will you shut up? It doesn't sound good, Lewis. Another five seconds. Four. Three. Two. There it's a meteorite. Good guard. Is that you? Who is it? Captain Hollis. What happened? We struck an asteroid. Ship blew up. Is anybody else alive? I don't know. I can see some spacesuits floating in space not far from me, but I don't know if they're alive. Maybe they just don't hear us. Their radios are working, they do. Hello? Hello, somebody. Doc. Is that you? Lewis? Yes. Thank God. Anybody else alive? Stone. Hello, Doctor. Oh. Are you all right? Okay so far. That's three of us, anyway. Lewis. Yes? We... We seem to be moving away from each other. That's right. I can hardly see you now. It's the momentum. We're all thrown in different directions. Since there's no friction, we'll pick up speed. Isn't there some way we could stick together at least? I'm afraid not. If there's no friction, then there's nothing to stop us. That's right, Stone. But then we'll we'll just keep falling, maybe forever. Not forever. You'll fall until you get into one of the gravitational fields of some planet. After that, you'll fall toward the planet. Mother in heaven, what a way to die. Nobody's going to die. Those Asiatic ships will be along this way. We can radio to them when they get in range. Aren't you forgetting something, Lewis? What's that? The commanders of those other ships may not be quite so willing to run through a magnetic storm. They may have altered course. If they have, they won't come within a million miles of us. We'll have to take our chances on that. It's a long way down. A long, long way down. Let's have no talk of that kind, Stone. I don't want to die. Stone, I said, can it? Can it, Stone? What? You heard me. This is a mutiny of one. Don't try to put your egg on me now, mister. You'll be 10,000 miles away in another hour. Oh, so help me. I'll have you caught, martialed when we're picked up. Let's not kid ourselves. Nobody's going to be picked up. I've got a few things to get off my chest before we lose contact with each other. Don't no, let it drop Let him talk. Thanks. Your ship was a bad ship. And you were a bad captain. And I hope you'll break when you hit the moon. Thanks for the goodwill, Stone. That isn't all. I believe there are different kinds of deaths, Captain. Just as there are different kinds of lives. Yours should be pretty interesting because you've been dead for years. Oh Let him. When was the last time you had an honest human feeling, Captain? I'll bet you don't even remember when. I don't think you're capable of any kind of strong feeling. Do you have a wife, Captain? I'll bet she won't miss you one bit. Children? I have a son. A little boy. Maybe he'll grow up to be a hero, like his daddy. A tin hero with a piece of stone where other men have hearts. Are you quite finished? I've said it. Well, so long, Doc. So long. I'm headed for the sun. Somehow I don't like the idea of falling into the sun. I'm going to take a quicker way out. No, Stone, don't be a fool. I'm going to smash the faceplate on my helmet and let the oxygen escape. Stone, don't do it. We're going to be rescued stone. See you all in some other universe? God have mercy. He was headed for the sun. I can barely see him now. Looks like Mercury for me. How about you, Lewis? I'm headed for, for Earth. Funny, isn't it that I should be going back to Mother Earth this way? I'm nothing but a human meteor, Charles. When I hit the Earth's atmosphere, I'll burn like a match. Charles. Charles, can you still hear me? I can hear you. It's getting fainter now. We must be several thousand miles apart. We should be able to talk for another 20 minutes or so at the speed we're falling away from each other. What are you thinking about, Lewis? I was thinking about Stone. What he said. Don't let it get you. You know, in a way, he was right. He was insane. The shock knocked him off balance. No. Each of us dies in a different way. Each of us has his own life to look back on. Huh? Uh, What's that? I don't know. It sounds like... Lester! Hello? Hello, Lester. Did you, yeah, you must... I don't think so. It's possible that the sending unit of this radio is working, but the receiving unit is damaged. We're singing good stuff uh, to keep up uh, the nerves. My heart's rising. Lester, Lester, can you hear him? Oh, no, listen anybody. But, you can hear me, this is engineer's mate, Eddie
1: Lester. We had an
0: accident. We were... Oh, what's the excuse? You... He doesn't even know we can hear him. Poor devil, may have forgotten to switch on his receiving unit. Well, there are three of us again anyway. Uh, there isn't much comfort. Maybe... Maybe the way away is best. Don't be a fool. They're going to be picked up. I doubt so it. must. I must. I have too much to accomplish in life to die like this. Fellow like Stone or Lester, they come a dime a dozen. But I was in line to be commander of the whole fleet. You know what that means, Charles? Commander of the hemisphere. No, I don't know what it means. I never wanted to be commander of anything but myself. And I never even came close to that. Helen was counting on it. Stevie, too, in his own little way. It's harder for Helen. Stevie's too young to understand. He'll know. He'll know his daddy went out with a ship. Like a man. They'll give him a medal. Lewis, I'm beginning to think that maybe Stone was right about you. Huh? What do you mean? Oh, nothing. No, no, Charles. I want to know. We've shipped together a good many years you never told me what you really think of me, whether or not you've envied my success. I'd like to know now. We've nothing to do but talk anyway. I've never envied anything except the fact that you're falling back to earth, Lewis. I've admired you as I admire some sort of perfect machine, but that's where it stopped. You know the trouble with you, Lewis? Well? You can't cry. What? You can't cry. Well, men don't cry, only children. That's what I mean, Lewis. You can't cry. I don't know what the devil you're babbling about. Well, uh, skip it. Now, now, look I here. There's cry. one thing. I had thing. a wife on Mars. I had a wife on Jupiter. And I had a wife on Venus. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> had money and treated me well. What's he babbling about? I don't know. He seems to be about his life. i had some nice times, I guess. I was Roxy. <laughs> he didn't know about any of them oh. others. Roxy. Married fifteen years and she still looked like a schoolgirl. <laughs> and there's a boy, too. I well, wonder what he's doing now. He looks not in some mischief. I don't know what I'd think of. I said to him, I said, Now, my son, take good care of your mom and don't get fresh with the girls. It'd frighten me if he didn't wink at me and smile at the winning smile of his and say, Terrible much. Oh, well, Larry Lester, you can't complain. You've had the best of it and some to spare. Mm. Simple soul. Too simple. I am Why? Because he has all that to hang on to. Women always write me I ran for Always wanting them and jealous of men like Lester for having them. And jealous of him for being able to spend money without fear and as much happiness as he could have in his own wild way. Haven't you ever wanted that? Don't be a fool. The difference between us and Lester is that he lives in the present. He gets into the experience of the moment. You and I, Lewis, we live in the past and in the future, but never in the present. Could we change the subject? I thought you wanted to talk. Well, let's talk about something else. Charles? Charles, are you there? Charles, answer me. I just switched my auxiliary battery. I'm sorry. But well, don't, don't do that. <laughs> afraid to be alone? I've never been afraid of anything in my life, and you know it. I wonder. Why doesn't he shut up? Lewis. What? Swarm, some little asteroids. Maybe it is? I think it's that myrmidon cluster that goes out past Mars, and then swings in towards Earth once every five years. I'm right in the middle of it now. It's like a big kaleidoscope. All kinds of colors and shapes and sizes. God is beautiful, all that metal. I'm going with them. They take me with them. Well, I'll be doggone. Remember when you were a kid, Lewis? a kaleidoscope to your eye gave it a twirl. That's what I'm part of now. Keep talking. I can barely hear you now. You're taking me off, louis Hold on. Charles. Charles, don't leave me alone like this. Charles. Ch- Charles. Charles. And there was a time Roxy you and know, I made love on the sand, Now at don't bridge. It's all over, Lester. It's just <laughs> as if it never happened. And, Annie, you've no regrets, really. What good does no, it do no. you, you fool? When well, a thing's over, it's not good anymore. You're no better off than me. Look at what I've accomplished. Roxy. You floating there languishing over some skinny, misbegotten slut of a wife. Roxy. My wife is beautiful. Understand? Beautiful, like marble, like chiseled marble. You'll find yourself another man. She'll have some more good time. Uh, No, no, she won't. She'll be faithful to my memory. (laughs) Helen, Helen, you will be faithful, won't you? You'll never forget me. I won't listen. I'll switch off my radio. That's better. You're alone now, Captain Hollis. Alone with yourself. And your thoughts. And your memories. Going back to Earth. Like a human rocket. And remembering. You? Yes, Helen, it's me. I've missed you. Have you? Didn't you know? But I thought... I mean, we quarreled. Oh, I've
1: forgotten about
0: that. I, uh, I had some trouble, Helen. We won't
1: talk about it. You're home now. That's the important thing. Stevie is so excited. Stevie,
0: where is he? Right here, darling.
1: Stevie? Steve? Daddy!
0: Daddy! Hello, son. You're going to stay
1: with us this time, aren't you, Daddy?
0: You're going to stay at home and we'll
1: go fishing
0: and play ball together, just like your promised.
1: Well, Stevie, uh, uh I'm collecting fish out there. I've got a whole collection
0: of them, all different colors. Would you like to see them? Yes, I would, son. Uh, I'll go up and get them. I've got them in my room. Don't go away, Dad. I'll be right back. I won't. I
1: won't go away. He's uh, quite a little guy, isn't he? I'm glad you're
0: finally getting together with him. What? What do you mean, Helen? You've always
1: been so... Well, detached from him. Steve is a sensitive little creature. All he ever wanted from you, really, was just a little affection and respect, Louis. Just a little respect for the things he felt and
0: wanted. I've been a good father. Nobody can ever say I haven't been a good father. Certainly not you, not after what happened.
1: Don't get defensive, Lewis, please. I'm trying to bring us a little closer together.
0: I've given him everything a boy should have toys, boxing gloves. I've taught him to hunt and take care of himself.
1: Yes, you've done all those things.
0: Well, then. It's just,
1: well, sometimes when he's come to you, he feels so alone. All he wants is for you to put your arms around him and reassure him, that's
0: all. He's going to be a man. I don't want him to be soft.
1: What is it, Lewis? What is there about being soft that you despise?
0: This is a soft.
1: Christ was
0: now, don't start that business again, will you? I'm
1: trying to make you understand,
0: please. I understand what you're trying to do. You're like all of them. They want to make you a woman. Like them. They want to drain you of your manhood so they can control you. Manipulate you. Oh,
1: you won't understand, will you? You won't trust me or anybody else, including yourself.
0: Now you're talking bellywashing. Oh, let's not build that
1: wall between us, Lewis. Not this time. I it no plan when you came back we could get out on the beach. Remember the spot where we used to swim? In the moonlight, you can see the water all oh, luminous and green. And then we could have picnic supper there, just you and Stevie and me. Stevie could sleep on the blanket. And we could go for a swim. Maybe... Maybe we could recapture it to It wasn't always like this. Maybe if we went back...
0: I'm sorry, Helen... I'd like to, really. But, uh... Well, I'm shipping out tonight. Tonight? I've got a new command. New ship. Having lunch with the Admiral this afternoon. But
1: you said you'd stay.
0: This is an important thing, Helen. This is the most important thing that ever happened to me. More important than going for a swim. You don't get a chance of being fleet commander every day. You can go for a swim any time. Yes, but we never do. Oh, look, honey. Ever since I was a cadet, I've been pointing toward this job. It's big. If I'm a success, you can name your own ticket. Big house up in Connecticut. Chauffeur. Find a school for Steve. I want you, Lewis. Do now, don't be unreasonable. Don't you be unemotional.
1: What? I said don't be unemotional.
0: I don't understand. No, I don't suppose you ever will. Let us not quarrel. Why do we always end up quarreling? Well, it's almost time now.
1: Lewis, let's try
0: once more. Goodbye, Helen. Take goodbye to the boy. Of the part of the same nightmare. Captain, come sir. Can you hear me? Why must I be tortured like this? Well, if you can hear me, for heaven's sake's answer, I, I found a tube loose in this receiver. I, I can hear you talking to yourself. Lester. Lester, is it really you? Yes, sir. Thank heavens, Captain. Are any of the others still alive? Stone went to the sun. Dr. Carter went off with a meteor swarm. The others are scattered all over the universe by now. I've had it right for Earth. I'll be in the orbit soon. It's good to hear your voice, sir. I was going insane all by myself here. Seems like I've been singing and talking the old bloody night. We heard you. I'm glad we can reach one another. Yeah, me too, sir. Are you really glad, Lester? I should think you'd hate and despise me. Why, sir? I could have saved us all by changing course. Well, the way I see it, Captain, you did what you believed in. That's the way each of us has to do. Thank you, Lester. How long do you figure we got, sir? Not long, I'm afraid. At least not me. It's a terrible thing, ain't it, Captain? I mean, knowing you're going to die and not being able to do anything. At least you've got pleasant memories. Me, sir? <laughs> no, I never mind the way being. I should think you'd have some good thoughts to remember yourself. I? I never lived, Lester. Sir? It's true. I never lived. But you were why? We were strangers. We never knew each other. A son? A son. Lester, would you believe it if I told you I'd never put my arms around the boy and let him know how much I loved him? Oh, that's hard to believe, sir. It's true. It's odd you talking like this, Captain. I always envied you your position. You were commander. I thought so too, but I know better now. My whole life was nothing but a running away from my own feelings. I had everything I really wanted. All I had to do was reach out my hand. There was Helen, Stevie, Pleasures. And I turned my back and looked at the stars. When they came to me filled with their love and their warmth, I ran. I fled to the stars and to the ends of the universe. It was all so wrong. How do things like that happen to us, Lester? I don't know, sir. We were going to be divorced, Helen and I. Oh? Stupid, idiotic. Oh, maybe you'll be picked up, Captain. There's lots of spaceships taking off from Earth. Maybe one of them will reach you before you hit the atmosphere. If I dare to hope. We aren't that lucky, Lester. Not many get a second chance. Well, keep oh, I can see you now, Lester. Mother Earth, big and green and rich. Won't be more than a few minutes at this rate. Oh, there's there was something. still there? Yes, I can oh. feel the friction starting now. I'll burn in a minute, and I'll be scattered like ashes all across the land. Funny, that's a useful act, isn't it? To help other things grow? Oh, I don't talk like that, Captain. I'm sorry, Lester. You're a good man. I hope they rescue you. Well, I believe you're a good man, Captain. Maybe, Lester. Maybe I am after all. Oh, yeah. It just got a bit twisted sorry, that's all. It wasn't your blame. No, problem. no, it wasn't my blame. Funny. Sir? I feel a sense of calm now. Almost relief. Did you ever get out of a cold shower and feel like a new man? Clean and ready for breakfast and a new day? I have a feeling like that. It's a beautiful old earth, Lester. Good to go home. I wonder if anyone will see me. Emma. Emma.
1: To the beach tonight? I don't know. I just wanted to see the ocean and the stars. Are you cold? No. Mom? Yes, darling. When's Dad coming back? I don't know, Steve. I don't know. Mom? Mm-hmm. What's the matter between you and Dad? Nothing. Oh, nothing you'd understand. Don't you love each other? I suppose in a way we do. It used to be quite different. Long ago, when you were a tiny, tiny baby, your father and I used to come down here and swim at night. I was the first girl he ever loved. And then somehow, something happened... Got frightened or something, and we sort of lost each other. Oh. Come here, Steve.
0: What's
1: wrong? Oh, I just feel a little chill. Perhaps we'd better be getting back. It's almost your bedtime. Okay, Mom. Mom, look up there, a-, a falling star. Yes, I see
0: it. It's so right this way. Did you see it, Mom? A falling star.
1: Make a wish, son.
0: Make a wish. You've just heard another adventure into the unknown world of the future. The world of... Dimension X is presented transcribed each week by the National Broadcasting Company in cooperation with and Smith, publishers of the magazine Astounding Science Fiction. Today, Dimension X has presented Kaleidoscope, written for radio by George Leffert from the story by Ray Bradbury. Speakers in the cast were Joe DeSantis as the captain, Leon Johnny as Lester, and John Alexander as Helen. Your host was Norman Rose